Hello and welcome to A Very Full Plate, the podcast where we're all about real food talk with real parents. Your hosts for today are Amy, a natural foods chef and mom of two, and Emily, a professional home organizer and mom of three. Take it away, ladies. Hi, friends. Thanks for joining us. I'm your co-host, Amy. I turn parents into kitchen ninjas to help them feed their families healthy food more often. I'm all about balance, real life, and having fun in the kitchen. You can find me at cookingwithafullplate.com and my Facebook page of the same name. Hey, guys. This is Emily. I'm a professional organizer who helps my clients simplify their lives so that they can experience harmony in their homes again. You can follow me on Facebook or Instagram or visit hallharmonyhomes.com. Come along with us while we celebrate our small victories and laugh at our challenges. And thank you so much for listening. Hey guys, it's me, Amy, and I am so excited to bring you this interview that Emily and I did with Britia Kubechka of Fringe and Fitness. Britia is here to talk to us today all about the Busy Parents Guide to Building Healthy Habits. And I think that there's a lot of awesome content here around easy ways that you can take care of yourself, that you can build a self-care routine and what that is, and also some really creative ways for fitting in fitness, which is our topic for the month of September. Thanks so much for giving it a listen. Let's jump in with Britia. I'm so excited to be here with both of y'all today and everybody watching. So um, basically, I'm a California transplant to Texas. I moved here when I was 18 years old with two horses and a dog to rodeo. And I ended up staying. Um, I went to Baylor University, got my bachelor's degree in health sciences, and married a Texas man. And here we are now on 20 acres with a growing herd of cattle and all of the farm life. We have chickens, dogs horses, cows, all of that. Um, also have a three-year-old son, Conway, and a five-month-old daughter, Raylan. So very busy. I work as a sonographer full-time uh, at a hospital. Um, so I travel as well and do on-call as well as running my business, Fringe and Fitness. So I love sharing with women like how to get healthy and live this crazy busy life at the same time. So you are the perfect guest for our podcast called The Very Full Plate because I can't think of anything more full. And by the way, just a disclaimer to those of you either watching live in my Clean Plates Happy Parents membership group or listening to the podcast that if you hear some background noise, we have real life happening all around us because each one of us on this video has a very full plate. And I know that I could use some exploration of how to like manage all of that and still feel good about what we're doing for ourselves. Right. Cause we can't, we can't serve our family and we can't keep everyone else well and happy if we're not taking care of ourselves. Exactly. So, so can you talk to us a little bit about what your approach is? I was on your site, Fringe and Fitness, and I saw you talk a lot about self-care. So maybe you could give us a little overview of like, what is your perspective on self-care and what the heck does that even mean for people who might not be familiar with that term? Yes. Great question. So I talk a lot about self-care, I think, because that's kind of the basis of your wellness, right? You have to make space for yourself in order to, like you say, take care of your family, take care of your clients, take care of the people around you. Um, if you take everything away from, if you take your house, if you take your clothes, if you take 
all of the materialistic things away, all you have is your body. That's the only one thing you're left with. And unless you are making that space and taking time to take care of this one thing that we've been given, um, then nothing else really matters. So the basis of that is self-care. Um, I think what it, what most people think it means is spas and baths and um, massages and pedicures and manicures. And while that is a great piece of it, self-care is so much deeper. It's about taking five minutes to yourself to breathe. It's about going to the bathroom by yourself. If you have kids, you know, like asking people people for help and saying no to things, all of that falls under self-care. Um, and the great big picture of all of this is that you're being self-aware and you're listening to what your body is asking you for. You're listening to what your body is telling you it needs. Um, and that's what it's really like the big, huge picture all about. It's connecting the brain and the body and your body is going to tell you things long before your brain actually processes what's happening. So I know that there are going to be some people who are like, Oh my gosh, I really can't go to the bathroom by myself. I don't even know how to connect my brain and my body and figure out what it needs. So if there was one thing that you were going to have busy parents who are listening, walk away with from this interview as a strategy for self-care, what's one thing we could do right now to stay better connected to ourselves and find out what the heck it is that we actually need? Yeah. All you really need is five minutes. Like if you gave yourself five minutes a day and just decided. We're going to try and get Bertia back. But in the meantime, I'm just going to say that for me, um, for me, I know this like strategy of taking five minutes to connect yourself can sound really hard, but I also think we like really owe it to ourselves and our families to do this and that it's just such an important piece of taking care of ourselves. And Emily, I'm going to work on getting Bertia back, but I didn't know if you have any thoughts on like how you have made this happen in your life. I know you have a very full plate with your three little kids. Um, how do you yeah. stay connected to yourself? Well, you know, what's funny is I struggle with this quite a bit, but I do find that I can handle my day so much better if I get in a small workout, even if it just feels like good enough. And I was just on Britia's website and she has like a self-care love language quiz. And I would totally point everybody to it. So I'm plugging for her, but, um, (laughs) in all seriousness, it was on par. It was exactly what I would have thought it would say for me. And I think it really is important for people to understand, like not everybody wants to do yoga. Not everybody wants to go out in nature. Everyone has their thing and giving yourself some time to go on a journey and play to find your thing that can be your five minutes a day. And maybe that's a message she has, but it's something I've heard a lot with people who talk about self-care. And I think her quiz is a good place to go learn a little bit more about yourself on her fringe and fitness website. Yeah. And we'll put that in the show notes for anyone who wants to go take that quiz. I definitely need to. I'm like, I don't know what I do for self-care. <laughs> exactly. So, so Bertia, we lost you when you were saying we should take five minutes. And so Emily and I were talking a little bit more about what that would look like for us or what that has looked like in our own lives. Um, but 
what did this journey look like for you? Like you're a really busy mom with a full-time job. Like how did you end up getting into this in the first place? Yeah, that's a great question. And thanks for taking over when I, when I got booted. Um, and yes, the self-care love language is perfect. If you're like, I don't even know what I need to do. It, it gives you some tips and tricks and all of that fun stuff. Um, but basically I got started on this journey right after I had my son. Um, I went through pregnancy, like, Oh, I'm going to be healthy. I might, you know, hop on a bike and you know, all of that fun stuff. And I had him and I was like, Oh my gosh, this body, like I have all this extra skin and stomach. And I was like, I don't want to just fall into like being a mom, you know, like I want to maintain my identity. I want to still have something for me. I don't want this to just define me. You know, I don't want to just be mom. So I started this journey to kind of get my, my body back, you know, um, and started actually with another company with Beachbody. I mm. fell in love with those workouts and the whole meal plan and all of that stuff. And I got, I got my body back very quickly. Um, but I kind of learned that you had the exercise and you had the nutrition, but I still knew that there was a piece missing. It was people would start and they'd stop. And it was like, we're still on the same cycle. So what's happening? And that's when I kind of realized, well, the piece that's missing is connecting the brain and the body and understanding why you need these things. It's not just doing it to do it. You know, you do the 21 days or you do the 30 days and then, and then what happens? Like you go back to the same place you started, right? Because yeah. life, life happens and things get in the way and it's so easy to just go back to what you're used to. Um, and that's why I created the Warrior Wellness Tribe. And it took me a long to get to this place. It took me three years to, to figure out what that missing piece was and how to help women through that. Um, but that's how I got started was that... I found something that, um, you know, helped me get my health that helped me get back to where I was. And when I realized that I could help other women have that, it was like mind blowing, <laughs> you know, I, another part yeah. of it too is that I see people day in and day out. I do ultrasounds for a living. I literally see people from the inside out and I see what happens to people as they don't take care of their bodies. You know, I see, obesity on a daily basis. And I see what happens to your liver and your kidneys when you're not eating healthy and your gallbladder, you know, like all of these things that I literally see from the other end of this perspective as to what could be your, you know, future if you don't start now. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I have a, I'm going to get vulnerable here because I have a question that I've been wanting to ask you, which is this, um, so you said like you got your body back really quickly after your first. And I know you are on the like really new back end of having your second kid. I'm a little bit deeper into it with a 16 month old. But so for me, one of the things that I am struggling with is I got my body really same thing. Like I had good habits. I was a healthy eater. I liked working out. Like I felt really fortunate that I would bounce back bounce back with my first. I kind of hate that term, but it is what it is, right? Like I almost couldn't not lose the weight while I was breastfeeding him. Right. And now, um, 
with my second, I just haven't had the same experience. Like I'm, my body really feels like it's holding on to like 10 extra pounds that I can't get rid of. And it has really challenged me because I feel like I'm doing the right things. I'm exercising and I'm eating right. And it has challenged me to consider what is my motivation to do these things in the absence of the like aesthetic payoff that we expect from putting in effort? And I was wondering if you could talk a little bit more about that mindset sh- set shift where it has less to do with like being Instagram model perfect or getting back to your pre-baby weight. And for those of us who aren't maybe ever going to get back there, maybe that's just our reality. What does it look like to create sustainable, healthy habits that don't like show as, oh, I look perfect and everyone thinks that I'm like the fittest person in the room. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I love that you asked this question because let's be honest. I mean, I haven't bounced back. I'm only five months out, but it's harder with two kids. You know, it's harder with three or four kids. Like that's just the reality of it. Um, with my son, I worked out with him and like had him there and, and that sort of thing. But we're still in this new phase with her where I'm trying to figure out both of them. So that happens. Um, and what I tell my clients and what, what we work on in, in the tribe in the warrior wellness tribe is changing that mindset. Exactly what you said. Um, so many times in all of health and wellness, we, we have this picture in our minds, right? And we have this society telling us what we should look like. And this mom has six pack, six pack abs. So why don't you have six pack abs? And there's so many different um, ways that you could look at, at yourself and at your goals and all of this. But the thing that I tell my clients is to get rid of that, get rid of your weight objective, like Mm. totally take your body out of it. And if you can focus on just doing it because you said you were going to do it. And if you can focus on, um, you made a promise to yourself, just like you make a promise to Emily that you're going to be here on this show. Um, and you, we make a promise to our clients that we're going to be in a certain place, or you make a promise to your best friend that you're going to go eat lunch. If you don't show up, people are going to be let down. Right. Mm -hmm. And we do that to ourselves. We make these promises, but we don't hold up to them and there's no repercussion because it's just to ourselves. Um, but if you totally take the, the all or nothing out of the game, if you take out the fact that you didn't lose a pound, but your heart is beating healthier, you know? Um, and not even that, just the fact that you said you were going to show up three days a week for yourself, whether that be five minutes a day, and you did it, that's something to celebrate. And that's going to make a huge impact in one year. If you look back, that five minutes might've turned into 10 minutes. Yeah. And regardless, you shoot, you showed up for yourself and you okay. made that promise. This is so good because I think one of the things that uh, there are two different sides of the coin of struggling with fitness and putting yourself first as a parent that I hear from our listeners and my clients. The first is you were someone who was really focused on it pre-kids and you're struggling with the lack of time and structure that you now have now that you have a family. The second is that you weren't really focused on it beforehand and now you want to get focused on it because you see that the way that you live your life is impacting your kids. And I have a question about the first one first, which is like, 
and Emily, I know you'll identify with this too. It's like Emily and I have done triathlons and her husband does Ironmans and my husband's a marathon runner and like all of these things. And I think it's not unique to women that our lives change once we have kids. The the cost of our time is higher. And I think I have heard a lot of my friends who are in that situation really struggle with like, okay, I don't have time to train for a marathon now, or it's not my priority to do an Ironman now. What does it look like to set realistic goals for yourself that feel like an accomplishment when you are reflecting on this person you used to be who was like, you know, lifting the heaviest weights or running the farthest distance or whatever it is. I think that's a super tricky mindset shift that I continue to struggle with. (laughs) I love this too. And I've never really been asked that question, but what's so good is like, we have to really give ourselves a pat on the back. Like if we look at our day and, and see how much we actually do as moms, and that's not to take anything away from dads. I'm sure there's some great dads, but Moms carry a lot of stuff on our backs. Like we do a lot. And if you're able to get in maybe three workouts this week, that's still better than the, the alternative of no workouts. So I think a lot of this is letting go of pride um, and letting go of saying that we have to get back to where we were because maybe yeah. that's not reality, you know? Um, yeah. And, and maybe one day you will get back, you know, maybe when your kids get a little bit older, they're going to be running with you. Maybe when your kids are in high school, they're going to be, you know, doing sports and lifting weights and there, you can find a way to incorporate that back into your life with them. Um, but I think what people don't understand and what we look past is that our life changes with each phase of our kids. Right. So like right now I have a five month old when she starts running and walking, it'll be different. And then when they're in elementary, it'll be different. And each phase of life is going to change. So you have to be willing to kind of mold with it, if that makes sense. Um, Because we're not always going to be where we're at now. And so I think a lot of it is just kind of letting go of of that pride, maybe, you know, like saying that I have to be this super fit mom or I have to be able to run a triathlon. Um, That's not the stuff that defines you. Yeah. This is a common theme that we've talked about when it comes to food, but I'm so glad to explore it with you around fitness today because grace is something we talk a lot about, like the letting go of the need for perfection or beating yourself up when you're not perfect or thinking that, you know, you have to eat. Like I look at Instagram, it's not just Instagram fitness model moms, right? It's like these like 12 layers smoothies that have like all the superfoods and you're like, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm just over here like blending bananas and strawberries and calling <laughs> it a day. Like clearly I'm not good enough. Or like I went to Jamba juice or you know, whatever. It is. Yeah. We had donuts yeah. for breakfast, which actually happened this week. And it's like, you're like, There are so many ways that we are exposed to this message that we are not enough. Mm -hmm. And so I love what you're saying around like also recognizing that where you are now isn't where you'll always be. And that is something I'm historically not very good at as a human being walking through this earth. And it's even made even harder by being a parent because everything changes so rapidly. Yes. Yeah. 
so rapidly. So I, I want to explore kind of like the other side of things. So maybe you weren't like ever a fit person and now you like want to get fit and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to get started with this. Or like you had a hard pregnancy and then it turned into a hard five years and you're like still carrying the baby weight when you have a 10 year old. I, you know, like these are all things that I know we, we go through, right? Like we as human beings go through this. So like, where would you start? If you were just like, Oh my gosh, I can't, I I'm barely sleeping. I definitely can't go to the gym. What's the, what's a starting point that's realistic that we could feel good about and do in maybe like the in-between times when we're at work or with our kids or whatever our day-to-day looks like? Yeah. So let me just start by saying that I am not an exercise lover, to be honest. I'm really okay. I, even in high school, you know, I would be like, oh, I need to go to the gym or work out. I rode horses. That was my extent of sports and being athletic. So I lifted like horse poop into the trash can. That was the extent of my exercise. (laughs) And even through college, I would be like, yeah, I need to be a runner, you know, or I would try to get into yoga and I do love yoga, but I would try to get into these things and I just couldn't stick with anything because I just didn't love, I don't love running. I don't love, you know, like sweating and pushing myself. And, um, so I think the first thing I would say is to, you're going to have to try things. You're going to have to figure out what you enjoy. I took ballet classes in college, like, cause I want to be a dancer, but I'm no, not, I'm not a dancer. Um, so yeah, that, that was perfect. Despite your best efforts, Despite I feel the same way. I am no ballerina. Um, but you have to try things. You have to figure out what you're going to enjoy doing because CrossFit people may not enjoy yoga. You know, um, sometimes you need to be surrounded by a group of people to push you. Sometimes you need to just be in your living room. Um, some people lift weights and some people use their body. So you're going to have to do some exploration if you are just getting started. Um, that doesn't mean to go out and buy a gym membership and go try all the weights in the, that's not going to work. That's not the answer. Um, but you know, try a few things at home, go to, you know, most places will let you try like a group thing for free, test that out. Um, so that is one part of it. And the second part I'm going to say, if you just are like, I have no time for any of this. Um, I guarantee that you either put something in the oven for 10 minutes a day, or you maybe work at home and you do lots of calls one day a week. Um, you probably, go to the bathroom. Okay. These are all things that you're going to be doing on a regular basis. And, um, even if it's brushing your teeth and you do 10 squats after you brush your teeth. Now this is something that blows my client's mind when I say this, because they're like, what is five minutes? What are 10 squats going to do for me? Well, it's not going to help you lose a lot of weight, but you're going to be like, dang, I did 50 squats today. If you do 10 squats, Every time you go to the bathroom, like how many slots is that going to be a day? You know, um, it's just learning to learning to do it. And when you get that feeling, when you get that feeling of accomplishment, when you get that feeling of the hormones that are released from your body, when you're exercising, um, it's easier to turn it into bigger habits. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
That is so good. So what are some other things? So squats for sure. Are there like any other easy things that you could just see like fitting in? I mean, I, I feel like my husband does push-ups when he's getting ready to take a shower. He's going to be so yeah. nice when I say that. Sorry, babe. Um, but I love that because it's like such a good use of time and otherwise his fitness is running. So it like, it sort of balances things out for him too. I think that's such a creative solution. Yeah. So you could do push-ups. Um, if you're working at a desk, you can, you know, push your chair back. You can do some little tricep dips. Like, um, I have a medicine ball right here behind me. If you're working, I don't know if you can see it right here, this purple ball, yeah. you can bounce on a medicine ball. You can do some sort of like sit-ups. Um, it all depends on kind of what your environment looks like around you, sure. <laughs> but you can do, you know, um, stretches and there's lots of things you can do just to get creative with the things around you. Um, you know, take, if you're working in a, in a building, take the stairs, like they always say, um, there's just, it depends on where you're at. Everything I do is so individualized because there's almost not a whole big answer, right? Right. Um, because everything looks different to where you're, where you are and, and what you need. So, but those are, those are easy things you could do. Squats, uh, push-ups, leg lifts, like plank for a minute. You know, there's so many things you could do. Yes. I love it. And I think those are such great ideas. Is there somewhere on your site that I can link to that shares some of those things? Or I, you know, I always go to Pinterest for inspiration like that, just to like look at something and be like, okay, I can do that. Um, I think that's an easy way. Yeah. I think I have, um, I have like a, an easy yoga thing on there, but I don't have, um, I'll have to find it for you. I don't have like quick little workouts, but that's something I need to do for you. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I always love seeing those on Pinterest. Um, and I think that they're the kind of thing that like feels really accessible, right. To just see like, Oh, I could just do this. And it's interesting because, um, I took questions from my Clean Plates Happy Parents members as part of this. And we're recording this live in the group for anyone who's listening on the podcast. That's like another element of what's going on here. And one of the questions that I got that I thought really ties into what we're talking about is like, is it enough if I just carve out time and walk for 20 minutes a few times a week? And I I know your answer, but (laughs) maybe you can expound upon it. Yes. Um, so in order to lose weight, right, we're talking about calories in versus calories out. I'm sure you talk a lot about that as far as healthy eating goes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're talking like heart health and we're talking about cardiovascular health and just being healthy, all you need is 30 minutes three times a week. Now, when you say it like that, it sounds really doable, right? 30 minutes yeah. three times a week. So. If you if you can only walk for 20 minutes, maybe once a week, maybe that can turn into 20 minutes three times a week. And while the goal is to get your heart rate up, um, maybe walking isn't going to do that. You know, you're going to probably start out at a slow walk, but maybe you can turn that into a faster walk um, and get your heart rate pumping or maybe add in some lunges while you're walking, you know, um, add, add something in there, like some jumping jacks before and after, or take a break and do, you know, just throw some extra stuff in there that, um, can help raise your heart rate. And that's, what's really going to help with your, you know, cardiovascular health and heart health and 
and burning those calories as well. Yeah, I love that. So I'm hearing two important things. One is that you maybe don't need as much um, exercise as like in your head. You've, I, I heard my mom say this. She has a lot on her plate right now too. And she's like, if I can't go to the gym all the time, then I'm just not going to start going at all, right? Like we have this all or nothing mindset, which I share. So I totally understand where she's at. But I hear that it's not maybe as much as you think it should be. And to not let, even if you can't fit in, 30 minutes, three times a week right now, don't let that be a barrier to doing whatever it is you can do in this moment here. I think that once again, we have so many great, um, themes going on and something that when I'm having a bad, like yesterday, I did not have a great day. I felt very unproductive, but also busy. And like everything was getting ahead of me. And I kept saying to myself, there's gotta be a way to turn this day around. And I was like, you know what? And I did like a really silly workout by myself and it wasn't anything crazy. And I got everybody whipped into shape and we got all these things done. And then we had some fun and I was like, Emily, never give up on the day. And it's the same thing with the exercise routine. Like just because it's not what you thought it was going to be. I mean, how much of motherhood is like being flexible and being like, well, I'm not going to get to do the things I was going to do because so-and-so is sick. So I'm going to do 50 burpees and 20 push-ups and call it a day, or I'm going to do yoga to calm myself down, or you have to be so flexible. And I feel like that's such a skill that moms have to have. And you could be stubborn about getting your time in, but you have to be flexible about what you get to do. And it's like kind of a really secret, like it's like a secret to it. <laughs> you know? I love um, that. Be, I'm going to, I'm going to repeat it. Cause I thought you said it so well, which is like, be stubborn about getting your time in, but be flexible about what you do. Because it's just like, first of all, if that's not parenthood in a nutshell, <laughs> I don't know what is. Um, but the same is true for me. Like I, really would love to work out in the mornings. That's just when I work out best. And I feel awake and alive. And yesterday, my one-year-old needed a nap like an hour after he woke up. I don't know how that's possible, but I'm like already for the gym. I, you know, have this plan and the kids are going to go to childcare and all these things. And then he needed a nap. And that was just, I wasn't going to drag him there. That's ridiculous. So I basically stayed in my smelly workout clothes like all day until four o'clock. And then it was five o'clock and I was like, I just should give up on this. Like, what am I even doing? But I was, I was stubborn about being like, I said I was going to go to the gym. I'm going to make this happen. And I had to be really flexible about what it's going to look like. But we went and gosh darn it, I lifted some weights for 30 minutes, which that's my thing that I love. Like, that's the thing I will go do no matter what. And I felt so much better afterwards, like a new person. Um, And so I think it just really underscores this idea of like, don't be so strict with yourself about both what you need to do and how it needs to look. Just yeah, do something. Yeah, exactly. And if you can end the day stronger than the than you started it, that's a win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or yeah. not behind. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Let's be realistic. You don't even yeah. have to be ahead. You don't even have to be ahead. But if you could just be a little stronger than you were when you woke up, you're good. <laughs> exactly. Well, so I have another question from my membership group that I want to ask um, on behalf of Ashley, who couldn't be here live, but um, I'm going to read it because it's a little bit of a long one, but I think there's a lot of really good detail in here. So she says, um, I'm a working mom who only has childcare while I'm at work. So I have little time for self-care at the moment. Are there any at-home fitness routines? We've talked a little bit about that, that you recommend for an individual living in a small apartment um, while my toddler is sleeping? She says she could fit something in at like 530 in the morning or 830 at night. Um, 
And she could do things outdoors on the weekends, but she would have her daughter with her. And like strollers aren't, this is the same, the same is true of my kids. Like she doesn't love being in the stroller for long amounts of time. So I think this might tie into, this is like a little bit more on the, like, I have time to carve out for a workout, but I have these parameters, which it can't be loud. And I don't have a lot of weights and my kid isn't going to stay in the stroller forever. So for Tia, maybe you have some ideas for that situation as well. Yeah, of course. So a couple things that come to mind is that you you can do a lot with just your body. Like you don't need a ton of weights or, um, you know, like a gym to get some stuff done. So one of the things that I love is, is Pio. It's a Pilates yoga mashup. And I'm going to start uh, offering that to my clients as well as, as the public. Um, but that's something that you can do either early morning, or late evening, even yoga, um, something like that that's very quiet, kind of that meditative state, um, but you're still burning calories. Um, something that's what she can do at home um, in that either the early morning or, or late. And quick question of, is, is Pio, that's the Shalene Johnson program? Yes. Okay. I did one recently because I have the Beachbody Unlimited membership because that's my secret for like, if nothing else, I can pull up a quick workout on there. I know they're all like vetted and I can make something happen. Um, so I pay for gym membership and then I pay the yearly membership for that. And it's been worth every single penny, but I did some higher workouts and I'm always like, Oh, this shouldn't be so hard. And I felt the same way about bar the first time I did it. I'm like, I have really heavy weights. Like I should be able to lift my legs in the air. It is so stinking hard. And in those 20 minutes, I was like pouring buckets with no jumping and no weights, just like moving your body around. I love it. Yes, it is. It will kick your behind and you don't even know what's <laughs> happening. Um, but that's something you can do at home. Um, all you need is a yoga mat and a you know, computer, TV, whatever it is. Yeah. Do it on your iPad or something. Um, and as far as the kids thing, like I think the fun thing to do is to incorporate um, now, if the kid's not going to sit in the stroller for so long, maybe, you know, like I said, again, depending on where you live, where you're at, uh, go to the park and let them play and you can work out next to, you know, next to the jungle gym. Um, and, and like I said too, you know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. You don't have to have weights. You can just use what's around you. Um, and I know for some people it's be like, well, what, I don't know what to do, you know, to make it. Um, you could literally run around the jungle gym while the kids play. Like there's, there's so many ways that we can, um, can kind of mold our own, um, ideas and, and kind of come up with what's going to work for you in the moment. And I think the biggest thing is that we get in our own way because we're like, well, you know, what if, what if I don't do it right? Or what if I, you know, I'm not really making an impact because, I'm not doing a certain workout. Um, when in reality, if you're moving, you're moving. Yeah. Uh, one of my, my best quotes that I love is an object of motion tends to stay in motion. So the more you move, the easier it's going to be. Your body's going to crave that. Your mind's going to crave that. And you're going to find a way to do it. It's so good because I'm definitely like a program junkie. Like I, I actually really appreciate just showing up and having, I buy fitness programs because I want to show up at the gym and I know what I like and I just want them to tell me what to do. Right. Like but it takes the decision-making out of it. It's the same reason I do meal planning. It's like, I think where you can reduce decisions on things you're not great at 
the better, right? Like let someone else do it for you. But I definitely have this temptation to be like, oh, if I can't do the thing on the program, I'm not going to do it today. And it's like, you're right. But there's nothing to be said that you can't just like pull up any workout and do something. And why does it like, who's the boss of this program? You are like, you're the adult and it's your body. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You're the boss of it. Like you said, though, people, people like to be told what to do and they want to know that if I'm going to sweat, that I'm going to be making it, you know, an impact or that I'm going to get something out of this. And we're not thinking, we're thinking that I want to get to lose weight out of this. Mm-hmm. We're not thinking about like, oh, I'm just going to sweat because I'm going to feel good because it doesn't yeah. feel good at the moment for a lot of people working out doesn't feel good in that moment, but it's the the rewards after. And, you know, another thing that we haven't really talked about right here is when you're working out in front of your kids and when you're incorporating them in that, they're going to see that mom is working out and they're going to see that mom is taking care of herself. And that's what they're going to do. If they're women, if they're little girls, that's what they're going to want to do. And if they're men, if they're little boys and growing up into men, they're going to see that it's okay for their wife or, you know, their future wife to take care of themselves because that's what their mom did. You just read my mind because this is something I really struggle with. I have the good fortune of having a gym with childcare. So like I really use the heck out of that childcare. Like I drop them off, I work out, I shower, I do work while they're in gym childcare. You know, it's like all these things. But one of the things I struggle with is I realize they know I'm going there, but they don't get a lot of exposure to like what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think it's a really interesting point. I have two little boys. I'm a boy mom is also, I want them to see not just that their future wife or like the people in their lives should get time, but that like moms can be strong and lift heavy weights. And like my son the other day, I just have to, this is a total humble brag, but I'm going to own it because my son, the other day we were going to the gym and he's like, mom, when I go get older, I'm going to come work out with you. And I was like, Gavin, what do you think I do at the gym? He's like, you know, like lift some weights and do some stuff in that big room. And I was like, yes, we are going to work out together. And this is going to be amazing. And you're right. It was like, I may not be where I want to be in terms of like the weight loss after pregnancy and all of that. But that fact alone, that like, I knew that my son, the one who can talk was seeing that and like aspiring to that and knew that it's Mm -hmm. not just daddy who like runs races and he sees those things. It's like mom takes the time and she does this too. Like that, that just like motivated me to go even more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be like, this does need to be a priority because it's not just about me. And I think often for parents that really resonates is like, this isn't just about you. Yeah. Right. I mean, when you, that point right. right there just proves to all the moms that it's not selfish. It's not selfish to take time for yourself because like, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, talk about right to the heart. Like I want to be working out with my son and like him be like, Ooh, mom, let's go lift weights together. And like, mom is strong. And you know, that is so like, I love that. I love that you said that. It's so cool. Yeah. It's like, have you seen that little lion meme where it's like, I almost gave up and then I looked and saw who was watching me and I'm uh-huh. like, <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So, so what a good point to say. It's not it's not selfish. You're actually doing something wonderful, not just for yourself, but you're setting an example for growing bodies. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think it also makes a case for not feeling like workouts have to look like what they've always looked like, which is like, I need my partner to watch my kid while I do this like long thing, or I need a gym that has childcare. It's like, there's actually real benefit beyond just the benefit of moving your body in a way that works for your lifestyle there's real benefit to having your kids around as inconvenient as it might be. I mean, I have been known to like put my one-year-old on me and do like glute bridges with him there. And I just basically use him as a weight and he thinks it's hilarious and he's squirming and it's not nearly as good as it would be if I had like focused time, but it's real life, you know? I have thousands, literally thousands of time-lapse videos of me doing Pio for the most part with my son climbing on my back, like it's not, it doesn't always look good. <laughs> it's, yes. And it's not always that effective, but he, he enjoys that time. Like he'll do down dog and he's three, you know I mean? Like he, he watches and he does, he'll do like little squats next to me. And you know, that's the fun stuff. But as he grows up, you know, like I said, I hope to maybe take them to the track and let them run around while I run around or, you know, like there's so many things you can do. Yeah. I'm going to have to get one of those or a link to one of those videos from you so that we can share it okay. as part of this. Cause I think people would love to see the reality of what this looks like. Right. Which is like, it's not, it's not that pretty, but it's mm-hmm. really important. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't have to always be pretty. Some moms look at it and they're like, Oh my God, your patience. Like I would never be able to do that. And I'm like, well, that's fine. You don't, you don't have to, you know, I don't yeah. have access to a gym with childcare. Um, the, the nearest gym with childcare is 45 minutes away. Um, it's actually next to the hospital I work at, but I'm not going to drag my kids 45 minutes. Um, so, you know, it's just whatever it looks like for you. And I'm sure your kids love going to the gym with you. They get playtime and <laughs> sometimes, but it's another thing I have to be flexible with, right. Is to be like, Oh, he's napping longer today. I'm not going to do that. You know, it's like, despite the fact that I want to put myself first, my kids also still come first always. Right. Like, I think that's kind of a no brainer for most parents is that's your default. And it's like finding that fine line where you're balancing and you're saying, I really want to do this for myself. I've committed to it, but nap is running long. So now I'm just going to do a 15 minute at home workout and take a shower. And that's my self care for today, which is like, that's a big accomplishment in my house. Maybe it is for you ladies as well. (laughs) Yes. Um, I have yeah, another question. I, go, ahead. go ahead, Emily. I've forgotten it. I was just going to say, I think by the time I had my third kid, it was just like, there's no way I'm going to go somewhere with all of them, get them situated. It's not going to go well. Someone's going to cry. Someone's going to miss me. You know, it's just never worked well. So I just found that the more tools I had in my tool belt, like, okay, I know this like 15 minute routine I could do without any screens. Cause if I open my computer, my kids are all like, no, I want a screen. And I'm like, yeah. So yeah. it's like, if you can come up with like a little arsenal of like workouts you can do with everybody's riding a bike or you're inside and it's hot and you're trying to get a workout in with AC or just come up with these tools, that's like, it's the best you can do. You know what I mean? And that's the staying flexible thing. Yeah. As you can tell, real life is happening in the background. So <laughs> Tia's daughter woke up. I put you on mute for a second, Bertia. And I'm going to cough. Um, totally. And I love this idea of like having an arsenal. It's not unlike so much what we've talked about with food and what I 
work on helping people build, right? Is this like backup of like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to make this gourmet meal. And we have this idea of what dinner should look like, but so often it can be really easy. Like the other day I made sun-dried tomatoes and white beans and spinach. And we put some feta on top and some salt and pepper and lemon juice. And it was like, so not fancy, but it fed us and it was healthy and it actually tasted really good. And it's like, now that's in my back pocket for a throw together meal when we need those things, right? When I'm not going to go to the store and compile all the things to make some great new thing. And I think like working out can be a lot the same way if we Rutia, to what you said, find what we love, are honest with ourselves about what it looks like in our lives, and then set ourselves up so that we have less and less excuses, even if that is like knowing that you could do <clears throat> this one workout anytime because you have it memorized, right? <laughs> like, or you're going to yep. do squats while you brush your teeth, just to emphasize something else we talked about. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I love that. It's like having that little you know, 15 minute workout in your back pocket that you're like, Oh, I can do this. I know what I'm doing. It's worked before, you know, just like you have some of those recipes that are like go to in a pinch kind of thing. Yes. Yes. So I was going to ask you to like sum up by saying the one thing you think everyone should do, but I know we've talked about that and <laughs> your daughter's in the background. Um, so maybe if we can get a second and I know there will be some moms whose heart strings are tugging with the baby in the background. I would love if you could tell folks where they could find you. Cause I think there's a lot here in terms of like the PIO workouts and the mindset stuff. And I know that there will be some folks who would love to connect with you further. So where's the best place to do that? Yeah, I'm on Facebook all the time and Instagram. So you can find me on Facebook. Let me pick her up so y'all can see okay. what we're dealing with here. If you're watching the video either live in my group or oh. um, or on YouTube, now you can see uh, Raylan, right? Raylan, yes. Oh my gosh, look at that head of hair. <laughs> I think she's going to be blonde, but we're not sure. Yeah. Um, so you can find me on Facebook fringe and fitness or Instagram fringe underscore and underscore fitness. Um, you can find me on my website also at fringe and com, And, um, I do have another spot kind of for my warrior wellness tribe, but, um, I think we can post a link to that as well. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I'll put all of that in the show notes so that you folks can find Bertia. I always love the like thoughtful things that you post on Facebook. So even maybe if a form of self-care is like thinking about yourself for a minute, you always make me think with the questions that you ask on your Facebook page. Like, how do I feel about that thing? And I'm realizing now that that's related to your messaging around taking a moment for yourself. So I think that's uh, super clever. And one of the easy ways that we can give ourselves grace and just think about self-care in a different way than maybe even where we started this conversation. I, I know I've learned a lot. Thank you so much. Yeah, for thank you for here. having us. Really thank you so much. It. I loved it. <laughs> all right, guys, you can check out the show notes. I'll provide links to all those things so you can connect further with Bertia. We super appreciate you listening today. Um, next week, we have an awesome interview that Emily did with Rachel Brenke, who is a USA triathlete, a mom of five, and a um, lawyer for yep. online <laughs> entrepreneurs. And she reveals a lot around like how she makes healthy eating and healthy living happen in her house. So I can't wait for you guys to hear that one. Me too. Thanks again, Bridia. Thank Take you. Care. Bye. Bye. Bye Thank you for listening.